Welcome to the So You Want to Talk About Leadership podcast, where we redefine leadership. Leadership isn't just what you do, it's who you are, how you make people feel, and how you show up in the world. Stay tuned for a different perspective on leadership to learn, grow, and expand as a person and leader. If you're not afraid to lead by example or live in excellence, this show is for you. If this is not you, Come on back when you're ready. We'd be glad to have you. Now, here's your host, the serial leader himself, Tony Miller Jr. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to another episode of So You Want to Talk About Leadership, where I'm your host, Tony Miller Jr. Well, this is 50. 50 would not be without you. I just want to say thank you to everyone who has listened to a single second of my podcast. These past 13 months have truly been a humbling experience, and I wanted to share some statistics from the podcast, which is only possible because of you. And then I just want to let you enjoy a compilation of our 50 episodes. So here's a look at our numbers. Because of you, we have been able to reach six of the seven continents in the world. So, yes, as you can imagine, nobody in Antarctica is listening to the podcast. But, hey, six out of seven is not bad, right? Unless there's penguins or polar bears that's interested in leadership, which I doubt. As it pertains to the different countries and cities that we've reached, we've reached over 33 countries. And we've reached over 329 different cities. The top five cities are Destin, Florida, Dallas, Texas, Atlanta, Georgia, Calera, Alabama, and Hepsiba, Georgia. So thank you, thank you, thank you for being my most consistent and most faithful listeners. My top five states, I really appreciate this. The hometown, Georgia, coming in number one, Alabama, Texas. Florida, and then Tennessee. Now, my top five countries other than the United States is Germany. Big shout out to Germany. They've been rocking with me since day one. Australia, France, who they've also been rocking with me since day one. Brazil and the United Kingdom. And lastly, I wanted to share with you the most popular episodes that we've had through these first two seasons. The most popular episode has been the first episode that I ever dropped, so I'm grateful and thankful for that, and that is What is Leadership? The second one is actually an episode with my parents, The Intersection of Marriage and Leadership. The third most popular is actually the last episode of season one, which was Wrapping Up the Leadership Alphabet, and then the fourth most popular was The Influential Level of Leadership, and then in fifth, was the Teller Transparency, which is actually the second episode in season one. So those are the stats for our 50 episodes. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Let's keep rocking. Let's keep growing as leaders. And as always, be the leader that your peers need to see. No one has to do anything for you. They don't have to. They, As a leader, you need to... One thing I realized... Dale, is you can be a leader, but you ain't doing it by yourself. You aren't making yourself look good. 
there are people out here who are making you look good. And you need to express that and say, I could not do this without you. I want that to be very clear. I've seen leaders also not take care of themselves. Mm, That's good. You can't give from an empty cup. So my definition of leadership is it's who you are and, and how you show up in the world and your ability to penetrate the hearts of others and to simplify it even further. I think a leader is just someone, you know, who makes an impact on, on someone's lives. And and the reason my definition of leadership is that is because everybody doesn't want to lead a company or be a CEO or, or VP. And I think, and that's okay. Are you in a position? Are you in a place to where you can tell those people that you're leading that are following you, Hey, whatever you see me do, you can do it too. And, and if you're not in a place to be able to say that, then I need you to take a moment and do some self-reflecting and see why that is. What are you doing in your life personally and professionally that doesn't line up with who you portray yourself to be? The problem is we have let society and social media tell us who we are or what we're supposed to be doing and, and how we should define success. See, we gauge our relationship to leadership with the job we do. So what? You flip burgers. You know how many miles you're feeding? <laughs> That's impact. So you clean bathrooms. You know how many lives you saved and hospitalizations you prevented during the pandemic? You drive a bus. You're an Uber or Lyft driver. So what? Without you, people don't get to point A or to point B. Without you, some people don't eat. They don't get their food. Think about the way that the pandemic shut down in-person dining. And all we had, we had Grubhub, we had DoorDash, Uber Eats, different things like that. You matter. Like what you do, it impacts lives. It changes lives. Think about how many people wouldn't even be able to travel if mechanics didn't change their oil or replace the alternator or transmission or fix the starter of the car. Do you know how many people's day you make by shooting them a smile or a kind word as their barista during a busy morning? You ever think about how much stress you save that customer trying to find an item in your store? See, my question to you is, do you make an impact? You don't have to be a leader in the tech world to be classified as a leader. You don't have to be a millionaire to make an impact. You don't have to be a VP to affect change. You matter and don't let anyone tell you any different. Hey, sometimes as the leader, Your employees, your followers, your family, they may not understand what it is that you're trying to do to help them get to where they're trying to go. And and instead of fighting them, you have to be flexible. You have to be open to doing it a different way. Humbling myself to be able to apologize and to be able to say, guys, I didn't get this right, especially in the beginning. Oh, my gosh, I had to do that so much. And to just be able to humble myself and sometimes say, I don't really know the answer to that, you know? And so for me as a leader, just realizing you don't have to have all of the answers. You don't have to even get things right all the time. You just have to be humble enough to admit when you get it wrong or humble enough to admit when you don't know the answer. And believe it or not, that skill changed everything. Your words plus your actions equal your leadership. Again, that math leadership equation is your words and your actions. So what you say plus what you do equals your leadership. Simple equation. But, you know, I think 
I think part of it is we think that leadership is inherent to a person's being in a sense. A person is a leader or they're not a leader. And they and I think we attribute competence to leadership. If you're competent, you are a leader. And I think it really starts even at a, at a young age, this whole idea that you know, leadership is more of a trait and less of a skill. I guess I say all that to say, I think we are at this place as well because we don't really consider leadership something that can be taught. Which I believe as a society, we do, a lot of us, the majority of us believe that he or she is a natural born leader and they, and they just have it. And, and what I, and I don't think, I think leadership can be taught. I think leadership is a process and you can actually work at it, but in our world, if that person is charismatic, confident, assertive, if they're intelligent, exactly. if they're ambitious, they're, they're built to lead. And that's not necessarily true. And so there's a lot of different dominoes that fall when there's poor leadership choices. That's how a lot of businesses, that's how a lot of organizations, that's how a lot of families, that's how they crumble. That's how they fall because there's poor leadership. There's poor decisions that are made. There are unethical decisions that are made. There are irresponsible decisions that are made. And so when there is poor leadership, we can't trust. People can't trust you to do the right thing when they need you to do the right thing because you're thinking about the money. You're thinking about the optics. You're thinking about covering it up so nobody knows that something went wrong. You're thinking about covering up so nobody knows you made a poor decision or the wrong decision. And that's a problem. Too many leaders forget that they're going to move on at some point. I don't care if it's because of a promotion, because of it's a new job at a new place, or if it's termination or even retirement. But think about that. If you can develop your replacement, your successor, why not do that? Why not have your fingerprints on what's to come? But too many times leaders see other potential leaders that may be a level or two levels below them and they feel threatened and instead of taking them under their wing because this is the thing if you take them under your wing they're going to always be right there with you they're going to be learning from you but don't handicap them by training them and say hey when a happens we do b when y happens we do z no teach them how to weather the storm but in this case if a happens E may be the best solution but if you handicap them and say hey every time a happens we're going to do b you may miss out on the opportunity to expand or to explore having even a better solution for whatever that problem or scenario may be. I believe life teaches us lessons and, and it's our job to learn from them. But with humility, it's a real thing that I think we all struggle with because it's a good feeling to be puffed up. It's a good feeling to feel like people need us, feel like people want us. And sometimes as leaders, we we forget that it takes other people to help lift and raise us up because we can do something great, but we're part of teams. To be a humble leader, it means, as, as C.S. Lewis said in his quote, thinking not less of ourselves, but just thinking about ourselves less. And you are given product, like if you're an influencer, any influencers out there, you should not be buying your own product. So they definitely need to send you the product. Just be yourself. Do not try to 
copy exactly what you see somebody else doing. I do see a lot of people, they just, I think, are afraid. So it's kind of like you just really, and then like I said, I was too in the beginning. You just kind of have to not care. It's ignore haters. They're going to be haters. But at the same time, it's going to be more supporters because I definitely feel like that's what I've experienced. And most of us experience that more love than hate. So just block people that are just trying to be negative, be yourself, be vulnerable if you can. So people can actually connect with you and just put out content. Don't think too hard about it. Just should learn each other. You do that by spending time together and by communicating your heart to that special person. But the person that do not talk, they do just as much harm to the relationship as the person that maybe talk too much. And I think in each relationship is there's responsibilities and roles that we all have and trusting each other to to do those roles and and taking accountability for those roles we we understand that each person has something that they're very good at and uh, even in our marriage we you know my wife is is very good at detailed things and i'm just the big picture guy but it works great with us so we yield to the leadership of somebody who is that is good at something and then the other person picks back up at their where they're good at when you remember someone's name it tells them that you see them when you remember someone's name it tells them that they matter so so what what's the point so as a leader for you to know somebody's name that looks up to you that's big that's big i'm a firm believer that when it comes to leadership you're judged on the success of the organization or the team or the company after you leave. As leaders, we want to be the kind of people that leave a place better than we found it because that's going to speak volumes to what you did, how you did it, who you helped, who you developed, and how you ultimately care for the organization, the team. Leadership is not a one-size-fits-all approach, but that each and every single one of us at the end of the day is a unique person, and we should be treated as such. And so for me, I am a person that is defined by much more than just my job. I think it's important that you build your personal board of directors. And what I mean by that is, you have those people that you can call upon to to provide you with guidance. Yeah. They aren't yes people. They're not going to tell you yes, yes, yes. They're going to challenge you. They're going to make you mad. They're going to make you really reflect on who you are as a per- person, as a leader, as a, as a professional. And so having your own set personal board of directors, I think it's and so and, and they're, they're for different reasons. Right. You have the professional ones you, for your career aspirations, you have some personal ones. So whatever that looks like for you, I think it's important to build a, a new board of directors. And See, people should be able to see your values in the way you live. That will help you think critically and more strategically about life and the path for your organization or your company or your family or whatever, whatever it is that you're leading. So being a leader will force you to think in so many different ways that you probably never had to do before. And so being able to think critically and strategically about complex issues can set you apart from other leaders. When you first took over as a leader, what motivated your people may not motivate them anymore. When you first took over as a leader, 
what worked then, it may not work now. And so you, you may have to do something different. You may have to go away with what we've always done, what you've always done. And so I'm here to tell you right now that you should not, you shouldn't lead from a place of fear. You should lead courageously. If your entire if your entire team or the majority of your team is behind an idea, they need to have a strong leader to stand before them and make it happen. You will travel back and forth from each level of leadership during your leadership journey. And I also want to let you know that there's no, no level is bad. Although the first level may seem and sound that way. And I tried to, in the first episode to make it sound like, Hey, it's not a bad thing. You just don't want to stay there forever, but you must know when and how to use different aspects of each level. See, when you allow someone to lead without them asking for the opportunity to lead, in my opinion, you automatically gain credibility with that person. See, as humans, we we just want to be noticed and recognized for the little things. And, and given the opportunity to complete a more significant task, even if we do not wish to receive the credit publicly or at all, it's going to help you with them. And really, by allowing someone to lead, you are investing in them and giving them a vote of confidence. If you're only an influential leader, you will struggle with inspiring your members to achieve organizational goals. If you never make it to the second level of leadership, you may never think as critically or strategically about the decisions that you make and how they can impact others. You have to learn from your previous mistakes so you do not waste time making the same mistakes again. Leadership is not a handout, but leadership is actually an opportunity. And so when we get the opportunity to lead, no matter how we get that opportunity, we're motivated to make the best of that opportunity, to make the most of that opportunity so we can so we can get our shine on. You cannot impact lives if you cannot inspire lives. You cannot inspire lives if you're not capable of being innovative in how you and how you do so. And if you cannot influence people to do things, then how will you get things done? You have to use them all to work together. Thanks for joining us today. We hope you received education, engagement, or empowerment. If you did, please leave a rating, like the episode, share the episode, reach out to Tony, or all of the above. Don't forget to check out our Patreon page in the show notes to get extras as a patron of the show. So until next time, be the leader your peers need to see.